Hello and welcome to Yes, You Are Brave. This is a podcast where we are going to set off on a journey together to find and build our brave, where we explore all the ways that you have been brave and all the ways that you can be brave again. Because even though we may have forgotten or we may have fallen out of practice, we're all brave. And I'm on a mission to prove it and help you believe that yes, you are brave. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Yes, You Are Brave. I am Pawnee. I am your host. Let's talk brave. Okay, so (laughs) we talk a lot about brave. We talk a lot about different aspects of brave. And today, today I want to do, oh gosh, this is going to start already. Um, So I asked one of my friends about ideas for the podcast, and she said, being brave enough to face your biggest fears. And so I wanted to explore that a little bit and um, kind of maybe give some examples of some things. And uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about being brave enough to face your biggest fears. And sometimes I think that there's a couple of ways we can do this. There is um, sometimes we don't have any choice. And I wanted to talk about that maybe a little bit. Um, and sometimes we do have a choice. So <laughs> the first thing that I wanted to talk about a lot of times, that's what I talk about a lot, a lot when we talk about facing our fears or standing up to something in our lives is giving it a name. We got to name our fears. A lot of times when we don't name something, we don't give it a name, we just ignore it, um, it gets more and more power, right? Names have power and naming something can also take away its power. So we want to name it. Um, Because if we don't name it, if we don't give it a a name, a title, something, there's no way we can then work to to face it or overcome it. Um, If we, once we name it, then we can figure out how do I face this? And sometimes it's not something that we can really plan. Sometimes it just happens and then, (laughs) but if we name it and we look, try to look at it from a little bit, take a step back and look at it from maybe not right in the middle of all of it then we can actually figure out how maybe we can face this. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is like, how do we flip it and take the power back? I had this thought not too terribly long ago. I was thinking about this type of thing of like facing fears and taking back your power and things. And it made me think of, of course, um, when I had to face one of my biggest fears. Now, I don't know what your biggest fears are. Maybe it's bears or spiders or whatever. But for me, for most of my life, one of my biggest fears, and I knew it was there. Um, I knew it was there and I knew that there wasn't a lot to do about it. But one of my biggest fears was losing my parents to death, was having my parents die. And I couldn't really explain it. I couldn't really give you a reason why. I just knew that that was this big, huge fear that I had. And, but I always kind of pushed it out, out of my mind because, I mean, yes, I knew eventually I was going to have to bury my parents, but I thought it would be a very long time. I thought I had decades until, until that happened. Well, again, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that about five years ago, I lost my father to pancreatic cancer. And so I wanted to talk about that particular instance because it was a time when I found myself facing my biggest fear. Not because I wanted to, but because life sometimes just 
puts it in your path and that's what you get to face. So I want to talk about how that experience, I was able to face it and kind of maybe flip it and take it back, take back the power from that. Now, when we found out that my dad had cancer, I went through a lot of emotions, a lot of things. There was a lot of angry. There was a lot of grieving. There was a lot of everything. But one of the things that kind of came up for me, um, also, if you don't know the story, if you haven't been listening to the podcast, that's totally fine. I ended up quitting my teaching job mid-year and was able to spend the last month of my dad's life with him and my mom in my hometown. And so as we found out what was going on and as we kind of realized, I think we all kind of knew pretty early on um, that dad was not going to win this fight with cancer. It took some of us, me especially, a long time to accept that. But I remember thinking at one point having this, I don't know, dialogue in my head, whatever you want to call it, thinking that I, I thought, because one of the things when you know somebody is going to die is you are grieving all of these things that you don't get to do, that you don't get to have. And I was no different. I was, there was all of these things that I, I kept thinking about all the things that my dad wasn't going to be there for. All of these experiences that I wasn't going to get to have with him. And so I decided I wanted all of the experiences possible. I wanted to be able to have any and every kind of experience that I could with him. Even if it was hard. Even if it was scary. Um, I knew that my my time and my experiences for new memories with him were limited and I wanted all of them. Ah, knew this was going to happen. Um, and one of those things that I decided in that particular experience was that I wanted to be there. I wanted to be there when he, when he left, when he died. And I'm going to be honest, that scared the ever living crap out of me. It was not something that I felt like I was really going to be able to, that I wanted. It was not something I wanted. I did not want my dad to die. But again, I felt like, you know what? This is happening. I knew it. I knew it deep down, even if I, I had a hard time accepting it. Um, so I, it was actually something I even prayed for. <laughs> during that time was that I could be there and have that last, that last moment, that last memory, that last experience with him. And as odd as it sounds, <laughs> I feel very fortunate that I was able to, to be there. My dad passed away in the early afternoon. Um, I was there with my mom and five of my siblings were all around him in that moment that he passed. And um, it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> it was surprisingly peaceful. And it was actually a very beautiful, very, I would even say sacred experience. Um, it's funny that it then I feel like 
split my life in half, but I had that last moment in that very, very difficult, um, also hard, but beautiful moment with my dad. So sometimes, and I've been thinking about this a lot, um, partly because it is kind of the time of year that my dad passed away. Um, it is the time of here, but also I had a very good friend of mine, her father passed away, um, not long ago, like less, less than a week and a half ago or something. Um, and she, when she posted about it on Facebook, she said something about how they were all there and she said it was the most, what did she say? Um, was one of the most tender, beautiful, hard moments of my life. And I feel like that is, that is kind of it. It was one of the most tender, beautiful, hard moments of my life as well. To be there when my dad passed away, to face that fear head on. But I feel like it was a much better option for me to, to be able to do that. And how grateful I am to have that experience, to have had that experience with my father and to have been there with my siblings and my mom and to face that fear. Now, I realize that maybe your fear, maybe that's not your fear, um, or maybe that's is your fear and life is just not set up if you haven't had a chance to face it. But um, when we face our fears, when we face them head on, even our biggest fears, I think we have a lot more control over that. We have a lot more power. We have a lot more ability to, I think we will, you will rise to the occasion a lot more than you could have ever imagined. And those experiences can be, they don't just have to be endured. They don't just have to be, they can be a lot different, I think, than we expect. Was losing my dad still one of the hardest things I've ever been through? Absolutely. If I could still have him in my life, like physically here in my life, I would I would, um, in a heartbeat, but that is not where I'm at. And now that fear, that fear had a name. It did. And as it came up, as my life circumstances and your life circumstances, some of those biggest fear, your biggest fears, they are going to come up. You're not going to have any control over them, but they're going to come up and you're going to have a chance to decide what you want to do with them. Are you going to run away and hide? I could have stayed in Utah. Instead of quitting my job and going home, I could have stayed in Utah. I could have kept teaching. I could have, you know, but I felt like I needed to go home. I felt like I needed to be there. And even though it was hard and I was super scared of having to help take care of my dad as he got sicker, I'm so grateful that I did. And that fear, that fear changed. And I'm not even sure if I can explain to you how it changed. Um... But it did. It changed from being totally, completely afraid. And I would almost even say paralyzed by the things that were going to happen to being able to actually function in them. And yeah, there is still a grieving process. There's still things that I'm working through even five years later. This last Christmas season was super hard for me for some reason. 
Um, and I just felt my dad's absence very, very um, prominently. But I still feel like I gained a strength through that facing that fear. So whatever your fears are, um, don't run away from them. That just gives them more power. Name them. Give them a name. Turn, face them. And see how you can flip that. How you can, how you can keep some of your power as you face that big, hard, scary thing. But face it. You can. You're brave enough to face your biggest fears. And they may not be somebody dying. Or maybe they are, but maybe that's not happening yet. But there will be other fears that you need to face. Other fears that you've got to be brave enough to stop running from. Because they don't go away. (laughs) They just get bigger. And I think sometimes the more we hide from our fear the bigger, the scarier the monster becomes because we're not looking at it. We're not seeing it for what it really is. We're just trying to avoid it. We're just trying to um, pretend that it isn't there and that doesn't really do us any favors. It doesn't really do us any good. So you are brave enough, my dear. You are brave enough to face that fear. You're brave enough to give it a name. You're brave enough to make a plan of how to face it and you're brave enough to flip it and take back the power. You can do this. And being brave enough to face your fears does not mean that you're not afraid, does not mean that you're not still scared, does not mean that you're not unsure. It means that you are not letting that drive the bus. It means that you are not letting fear and terror and all of those things, you're not letting them make your decisions for you. You are deciding what you want out of that experience, regardless of whether or not you chose it, regardless of whether or not you can change it. You've decided what you want out of that experience and you have made that happen. That's what really happened with my, when my dad died, facing the fear of him dying and deciding that I was going to be there was that I decided what I wanted out of that experience. And it was one more experience with him. It was one more, it was all the moments that I could possibly have with him. So you get to decide what you get out of those experiences. You get to decide how that goes And who makes the decision when those things come up? Thank you for indulging me a little bit on this one. I know it was very personal and I'm not going to apologize for being emotional about it because I feel like we just need to stop doing that. Um, There's nothing wrong with feeling. But know that you are brave enough to face your fears, your biggest fears, whatever they are. And you may need some help and it's okay to get help. I love you. I'm rooting for you. You are wonderful. You are amazing. You are totally worth the effort. And you, yes, my dear, you are brave enough to face your biggest fears. You are. Because you're awesome. I love you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, you can follow me on social media and link down below. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to be brave.